Hi, Mickey Quinn here with Retail Level Up. In today's moment with Mickey, we're going to be talking about leadership. And not just leadership in general, a very specific method called servant leadership. Now, servant leadership has been around for centuries. Back in the 1700s, King Frederick the Great of Prussia referred to himself as the first servant of the state. In the 1970s, Robert Greenleaf coined the phrase servant leadership for the first time. So as a concept that's been around for a long time. So what exactly is servant leadership? Well, the concept is like this. It takes the leader's focus away from leading others to serving others. And when a leader focuses on the needs of others, it helps them do their job. The employees feel supported, they feel respected, and they can do their job easier because they've been given the tools that they need to do their job. And that leads to more productivity, more efficiency, more job satisfaction, and all of that leads to more profitability for the company. So servant leadership basically takes the old corporate hierarchy of the pyramid and turns it upside down taking the sales associate who has the face-to-face, in-person, or on the phone, or via chat for an online order, interaction with customers, and places them as the most important position in the, in the retail organization, which makes a lot of sense. Because to the customer, that employee represents more than just the company or the brand or the store. In the customer's eyes, that employee is the company, the brand, or the store. In the customer's eyes, that person that they are engaging with and interacting with is the most important person in the company. So servant leadership makes so much sense whether you have a one-store operation or you're part of an organization that has hundreds or thousands of locations because it all comes down to people, how well you interact with others, how well you communicate with others, servant leadership supports that concept very well. So let's dive into the top 10 characteristics of a servant leader. Number one, listening. Listening is at the heart of servant leadership. If a team member's talking, give them your full focus and attention. It's a simple way to make your team feel valued so they know you care. Number two, empathy. A lot goes into empathy, but when it comes to servant leadership, it basically comes down to getting know, to know your team. Find out what makes them tick. Learn their strengths and their weaknesses. That way you can let your team members shine and maybe even help them improve their skills in some areas where they have opportunities. Healing. Some team members may come to you from a previous job that had a really toxic work environment and you have the opportunity to help them heal. And, and don't worry, it's not as hard as it sounds. Healing is as simple as creating a healthy work environment. It's about giving people the tools they need to succeed so they feel like a valued member of the team. Self-awareness. So, it's important to understand your team's strengths and weaknesses, but it's also important to do a little self-reflection of your own. 
take inventory of your own strengths and weaknesses and figure out how you fit into the overall team. Then use yourself in ways that benefits the team and the company. Recognizing your own limitations can help you see opportunities to leverage your team strengths more easily. Persuasion. Now, I know this sounds like a slick sales tactic, but that's not what we're talking about here. Servant leaders use persuasion to build consensus and get buy-in from the team. That way everyone feels like they have a stake in the team's success. Conceptualization. You've got to know where you're going as a leader and a company. After all, how else can you carve a positive path for your team if you can't conceptualize where you're going to be next month, next year, in five years? Conceptualization is a key component to servant leadership. Number seven, foresight. Another key characteristic of servant leadership is taking the knowledge you've learned in the past and applying it to the future so you and your team can continue to grow. Number eight, stewardship. Stewardship is simply leading by example. It's your job to set the tone for your team, so don't ask people to do things you wouldn't do yourself. Number nine, commitment to the growth of people. If you want your team to grow, you've got to invest in people. One simple way to do this is by providing access to training so team members can develop the skills they need to thrive in their role. And number 10, building community. Teams who trust each other work together to get more done. That's why it's important to cultivate relationships among your team members. When you have multiple locations, you have to be extra intentional about this. Make sure to build in time for fun so relationships have room to grow. It is worth the investment. So those are the key principles of servant leadership. If you want to grow and be a better leader, you don't have to have a title to do that. You just have to approach your team and your work with eagerness and you're ready to roll up your sleeves and get the job done and do it well. And you can be a leader without a title. But being a servant leader is an exceptional way to really build a great team and a world-class organization. For more tips like this, be sure to visit RetailLevelUp.com and sign up to receive our weekly emails. We do Monday Motivation and Top Tip Tuesday because all of us can certainly use a little extra motivation and some helpful tips. Because now, even more than ever, it's time to level up.